Welcome, good moms. If you ever doubt that you're a good mom, you are in the right place. I am Jody Schilling, mom of four and a former educator. And on this podcast, we talk about all the hard topics. We talk about the pressures and the demands that are placed on moms, and more importantly, how to get past all of that so you can do you. Let's define good mom on your terms. Hi moms, this is a special episode because it's the first one that I am having a guest and it's my daughter that's going to be a guest today. Hi everyone, my name is Kylie Joe. Obviously Jody is my mom and I'm so excited to be here today. So what we thought we'd talk about, one of the, I've done an episode on validating before, but particularly as it relates from Kylie's perspective, we were thinking that we would talk about how important validating is as opposed to being solution-focused. So Kai, do you want to just open it up with that and tell us, you know, what you feel like is most helpful on that topic? Yeah, definitely. So I think growing up first, I want to say I never sat around and was like, I wish my mom was different or that my mom was a bad mom. And I think that that's true for most people. I don't think that most children sit around thinking my mom is a bad mom. So take that as you will, mom listeners. But when it comes to validation, something that I've worked on a lot with my mom over the years is the idea of offering solutions versus just offering validation. Because I think when the family is in crisis and when it is such a hot moment in the house, it can, it can, moms, I think, or at least my mom was really quick to jump to solutions and to problem solving and sometimes that was really hard because I felt like my emotions were skipped over and we were just going straight into problem solving mode instead of taking the time to honor those emotions and the feelings and so sometimes growing up I would like that's just something that I wish that I had more of and I think that that's something that people can really learn from is that you don't always have to be creating like the next step of the plan. You can, you can take a moment and be in a moment and just validate that it's not a good moment to be in. And then that can actually cool down the moment. And so then when you are ready to go to solutions, you're not missing any piece of the puzzle. Yeah. I love that you're sharing this because I think back now and you probably do too, where And I know that many moms can relate to this, that it's like you said, you're in that moment and it's just a mom instinct to be like, let's get out of this. Like everybody's uncomfortable, everybody's stressing and it's painful and hard. And and then, so that's our instinct, but you're so right that it's so invalidating because emotionally, everybody just needs sometimes to know that they're feeling terrible, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like it's, it's validating to be able to, have someone say, yeah, this sucks right now. And I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And yeah, so super, super helpful. Can you think of another time or another example of something that is just where you now can reflect, you're a young adult now, and you can reflect on like, that was really not helpful. That was something I had to get a lot of help with. Is there something that comes to mind there or is there something that comes to mind that's like, I'm so glad that my mom did this. You know, this is the one thing that really helped me the most. 
I hate to say another hard thing, but... That's okay. Something, another thing that I think is kind of shifting in a narrative as we get older that I struggle with is, like, moms being really hard on themselves around their kids. Like, you saying, like, I look terrible today, or, like, I hate my hair today, or, like, I feel fat today. Like, that was really hard for me. And I think that I just internalized a lot of it. Like, just the negative self-talk. So... The good thing about that is, though, now I feel like you don't say stuff like that at all. And so I feel like that was, like, definitely, like, definitely more of a childhood thing. And I don't, like, you literally don't say stuff like that at all anymore. Well, it took a lot of learning on my part to get to that point, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that was, like, another thing where I'm just, like, I wish that my mom could have had a life coach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But things that I am really happy about, like, something that I really loved about having you as a mom growing up is, like, I'm really glad that you were always the kind of mom where you were always really supportive of my friends and my interests and my circle, even when I knew that you were, like, we didn't have like you didn't also share that interest like when I had like friends that were just like a lot different than us or different than our family like you never made me like I would be nervous like I'd be like oh my god like what is my family gonna think of my friend but you were always really nice and just acted like even people who were like did things that were so different and like we didn't understand like I feel like you always were able to act like it was like the most normal thing in the world and I always felt really proud to bring people over to our house because I just feel like everyone in our family is so nice and funny. And, like, I'm really glad that growing up we always had the kind of house where everyone was welcome and everybody felt really comfortable, like, at our house. Even when we didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> everyone else is always really comfortable. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a, that's a helpful thing to share, too, because... Sometimes I think as moms, you just try, you're trying to do all the things right. You're trying to be the fun mom or be the, you know, make sure that you're accepting. And so it's good to know that at least there's that. (laughs) There's a couple things that, you know, that did help in that way. So that's good. Do you want to ask me any questions? Do you feel like you want to flip the mic? (laughs) Yeah, now that you put me on the spot for five minutes straight, I'm sweating. Um... Yeah, I guess, like, what is your biggest regret about parenting? Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good question. I think I've said it a couple ways in different contexts. I think, like, I've had a a podcast about regretting not having more fun was one of them for sure, where I would be so stressed about, I don't know, you probably remember dad would be like, let's do a Sunday drive or whatever. And I would be like... I can't like I got to do laundry or you know the house is a mess I won't be able to relax or whatever and so that was definitely one I brought that up before where I just I wish that I just would have been more present in the moment and just been like yeah let's just have fun and and a lot of that came from worrying that there was a lot of external judgment about having the house clean which was just like not that important you know those those years go by so fast And so a lot of times I wish that I just would have been more present in the moment and not so focused on, like you said too, like fixing the problem or, you know, just having this perfectionism mentality. I think specifically with you, what I regret is that I, I think there were times where it ties in with what you said about validating, but it's also more like when there were special programmings because of behaviors. And I did try to advocate a lot for like, 
I mean, we talk about all the meetings that I went to and I was that mom who said, no, she doesn't need consequences. She needs to be in the gifted class, you know? And so I did advocate, but I think my biggest regret was I wish that I would have done more advocating so that I, you know, I just didn't know at the time how to navigate all those systems. But if I could go back, I wouldn't want you to ever feel like you were traumatized by any program that we were in or treatment plan or, you know, like all those things that we went through. I would, if I could take away any trauma that you experienced, then that would be what it would be. Oh, I, I love that. And I love that you're saying that, but what I don't love, (laughs) to be honest, is like, I don't think that a human could have possibly advocated for another human harder. And I, like, I really, really don't think that that was even possible. So it does, it does hurt my heart to hear you say, like, you wish you could have advocated more because I, I literally don't think it's possible. <laughs> like, it was a full-time job while you had a full-time job and also three other children and a marriage. So I, and I don't think, I mean, I think that for all of the people in the meeting, for all they knew, you didn't have, you didn't do anything except for sit around and think about me <laughs> and research. So... I think that that's true, but I also think that the way that we think about trauma and children's feelings has just changed so much over the years. Yeah. And so, like, you can't go back in time and have the knowledge that we have now when it comes to trauma, when it comes to programs, when it comes to, like, honestly, just childhood education, which obviously you know. True. (laughs) Like, that information didn't exist yet, so... Yeah. I think that it's, like, even if you could go back, like, you can't, like, that literally didn't exist yet, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and I appreciate you saying that, too, because I think for any mom listening who's going through that, you know, they're going to an IEP meeting, and they're trying to advocate for their child's needs, and they're trying to use the right words, and, you know, it's just, it is, there's a lot to do, and I think that underlying assumption of every mom who has a child who struggles with anything is that they want their child to be successful. They want them to be safe. They want, I mean, that is, that's their motivation. Every mom's doing that. So, so the other thing I was going to share though, that I think would be helpful and we could wrap it up on this, on this point, unless you have another, another thing you want to ask me, honey. No, you can go ahead. Okay. So, I think that a lot of families see themselves as like having to have some shame around the fact that they're struggling. And I think that that was something that it took me a while to get over that and to get past that and to be able to even have this podcast. That was part of the point of it was to be able to put some of this out there as like, we don't have to have shame about it, right? Mental health is, everybody has mental health and it varies and fluctuates with, for many different reasons and for every human. So what are your thoughts on that? And do you feel like we have as a family evolved past feeling shame about it? Or do you think we still have some work to do there too? I honestly think that for the most part, we don't really have shame anymore. I can say, like, I don't have shame, like, talking about my mental illness. Like, I mean, I I work for a corporation. I work from home. I was promoted within my own company, and I told my boss, like, I am having panic attacks every day. I, like, I, I need to work less hours. I need to be able to take time off to go to therapy, and I, I was not nervous about telling her that at all. And even looking back and thinking about 
just our story and our family and our dynamic in general. And obviously that's been put more on the spotlight since you started your life coach business. But I, I'm not embarrassed about it. Like I, I do not think of it as shameful because the reality of the situation is like us as a family are like, it's like a literally a group of solid, really good, really fun people. And I think that like when I think about like all of our struggles, it's like, yes, like some of those things like made us cry, but like that exact same thing like has also at some point made us laugh so hard that we cried. Yeah. Very recently, <laughs> team, like, yes, like laugh, <laughs> laugh break. Um, very recently, mom's listening. I, my car key was stuck in my ignition and it was literally my car's running. <laughs> my car's literally running. And it was like hours of trying to figure this out. And I, I live in Portland, okay? My parents live in Seattle. And it was, like, hours. And I was literally bawling. My dad was freaking stressed out. Mom was upset. And now I'm home in Seattle for the weekend. And we're it's literally making us laugh, like, as we're recording this. Like, that's literally hilarious. Like, who does that happen to? So I think that, like, for us, like, we found so much humor in it and so much, um, so much, like, knowledge. So, yeah. yeah. I, that's how I feel. How do you feel? Well, I I agree. I totally agree. I think that I just like to get your perspective and and also, you know, Zach and Janelle and Cassidy's too because I am in the mom zone, you know, like I see it from the mom point of view. But I think about mental health in general, I think it's so important that we do talk about it without shame like everybody does, you know, that it's just it's a conversation that mental health is like physical health, like, you know, we, our brain needs to be taken care of. And I'm so glad that you feel like, and I hope that this is true for a lot of young people in the same situation where they are having these conversations with their supervisors. And it is part of the narrative at work, you know, so because in our, my generation, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, still a problem. So thank you so much for being on this episode with me honey I think this has really been fun and I hope that moms can say okay this is what a real life relationship that has been honestly we can say to hell and back (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, we came out on the other side and here we are so yeah I was so happy I've been dying to be on the podcast so I was really (laughs) glad I was here I love you mom love you honey thank you all right and I'll be back next week I'll probably bring my other kids on now, too, because when one starts, then (laughs) everybody's going to join in. If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.